0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Catching Fire. I'm your host, Jake Stevens, joined with the boys. Cam Stevens. <laughs> nothing, nothing for Another guy. Uh this is episode 14, boys. 14. Who's who, who's a 14? 14. I can't think of one. Dude, Sammy Watkins, first one comes to mind for me. Okay, okay, we'll go with that. Sammy Watkins. Also, oh, Sam. Sam Wolf. Sam Wolf is 14. Um, yeah. Sam. Sam's all yeah, it's Uncle a, Sam. It's a Sam number. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. <laughs> Toucan Sam, probably. <laughs> probably yeah, fourteen. go. Four 14. <laughs> yeah, he was big one four. Um, but yeah, this is a good episode. This is you know we got a lot going on. We had a great interview with Seth Morgan. So make sure you stick around and catch that. Uh, he talked a lot about just kind of his college career and uh, just kind of overcoming the adversities he's he's been through and. And what's next for him? So it was a good episode. Uh, make sure you stay tuned in for that. Uh, for us, we're gonna go with we got a couple couple segments. We're gonna try to get some segments in here. Get this, uh, you know, a little more official. So we'll uh, just give you like a little rundown. We'll go with uh, what's on your mind. Weekend takeaways, NFL talk. We'll go with uh, a new segment. We'll go with our draft, our draft of the week. We're uh, working on the names there, but we'll come up with something. And then obviously we'll finish up with our Catching Fires before we go into the Seth Morgan interview. So, boys, let's get right into it. What's on your mind?
1: Knoxville. Knoxville's on my mind. Uh, made the trip up there this weekend, as, as we said. Uh, didn't get into the game, but uh, we did get into a hotel. <laughs> and that was the weirdest hotel I've ever stayed at. It was even, like, bad. What do you think, Ray? Like, it. It wasn't terrible, it was just like weird, dude.
2: Yeah, it was probably the weirdest hotel I've ever stayed in, in my life. It
1: was just like a like run like water park within the hotel. It's like the shining type thing? Dude, it was weird. It was weird. Could've easily been a prison. And we also grind it out, dude. dude grind it out, man. Dude, it took us what? Like am not even lying at all, at least twenty minutes to find our room and there's only two floors. Yeah. It was weird, dude. It was like a maze.
0: Ooh. That's, that's rough. Worth
1: it, though, because we had a blast up there. Knoxville was electric this weekend. Loved it. Already planning another trip
0: up. <laughs> Already planning another trip. Rave?
2: Yeah, I just... I was talking about this this weekend with, I think, our buddy Kyle. Um, how many... Like, what percent of guys have more than two pairs of jeans? <laughs> 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 I mean, just on this podcast, like more I have one. I, I think I've ever had more than two. Dude, I'm I'm like a p- black pair. Oh,
1: ooh, black pair. <laughs> I don't. I, I, have I no still don't. Is that jeans? Yeah, that's a jean.
0: Okay. And what's the over darn how many times those have been washed? Because washing <laughs> jeans is just not. You know, <laughs> do I'll wash that. and dry them twice and just
2: Dude, toss i
1: Dude, I'm in the middle of phasing an old pair out. So I actually have two pair of jeans right now for the first time in a long time.
0: I was, I was going through... I had multiple pairs of jeans, but none of them fit. I had like four pair of jeans, but couldn't get one on. So four I don't know if that counts.
1: Four but zero. I don't know if that, that counts.
0: Nine. I mean, what's on my mind? College of Charleston, boys. It's, it's officially game week. Let's go. Uh, you know, by the time we release the next episode of this, we will have college basketball under our belt. We play Monday at the College of Charleston. And it's gonna be fun.
1: Love one. that, dude. I'm I'm so, upset I can't
0: go. It's gonna be fun.
1: Just a little outside my, my travel radius there. Yeah. I can't
0: make that one. A little outside. Also, the boy's birthday is Saturday. Yeah. So. November five. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be scouting Charleston the whole time, but all hey, day, every day, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four hours a day, we'll be scouting. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's go ahead with the weekend takeaways. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. My mind's kind of on the NBA, boys. I mean. The Steelers are terrible. Big basketball I'm, guy. I'm the worst picker on the <laughs> on the podcast. Like, I can't make a pick to save my life. Um, so, the Nets fire Steve Nash and Ime Hudoka. For those who don't know, is the Celtics' current head coach, I guess you could kind of say. Yeah. But he's suspended. And our guy Joe Mazzula, friend of the podcast, maybe, one day. <laughs> we don't know yet. Um so yeah, Steve Nash gets hired, and and Woe just kind of reporting that Eme is next in line I'll, with the Nets. I'd be
1: interested, like, how, where does? I mean, how many games are they like? Seven games in, eight?
0: Yeah, we're like two Ooh. weeks in.
1: When's the last time somebody was fired that early in a season? That's a good question. I mean, I, that's got to be up there. Like, that's
0: the, pretty early. In the total right Pretty that's displeased crazy. with Steve Nash. Nice. Mutual, I think he just. I
2: don't
1: think It's mutual. No, one, it's no like, one's
0: enjoying coaching the yeah. Vets. No, no, no one's suppose, enjoying it. Uh, it's
2: vets. probably not like the easiest thing to do. You're supposed to be good, I guess.
1: Dude, and then Jake told me about May, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. Yeah, and I was neither. like, I was like, wait, well, can't coach this year? He's suspended. And then he's like, he's like, nice. no, he was just suspended with the Celtics. Yeah. And I was like, so it could
0: be that kind of changes a lot, I guess. e May's pretty good, dude. So. Good coach. It's also an interesting character. I bet Steve Nash was better at basketball. Yeah. Probably.
2: Probably. Yeah. He's an MVP. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. MVP. Twice, two-time MVP. Hot take. He <laughs> may, may got
2: any MVPs. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't <laughs> even know if he picked up a basketball. <laughs> cool. Honestly. Yeah. Uh,
1: Weekend takeaway for me, I mean, like I said, Knoxville, Vols blowout, dude. I, I was not expecting yeah, a blowout that, out there.
2: that's the same. That was mine, too. Yeah, Vols beat uh, Kentucky, so that oh, was a, in the longest game of all
1: time. Dude, it, me, was, it was. It wasn't long. It made them look silly. It was a long time. We changed. We changed scenery in the middle <laughs> of the game, and it just like, I thought the game would be over by the time we were at the next place, and it wasn't. Uh-huh. So.
0: Speaking of blowouts, uh, the Eagles just blew out the Steelers. Like it, they ran. I think they could have run four plays and just had four touchdowns. Like they just. It's like their it, was state. A, it was the easiest. Whoa, <laughs> <It's their state. laughs> it was the easiest touchdowns. They were just throwing the ball. Like, hey, AJ Brown, just just go down the field a little bit. We'll just we'll make sure you get a touchdown. So,
1: dude, that's the that's the weirdest like in-state matchup to me. I don't know. Yeah, it Philly just and like Pittsburgh
0: s- just don't like they don't they don't.
1: It doesn't seem like the same it's state. Not the state. That's it's weird. State. I was talking to Ray about that this weekend. I was like, that just seems like East Coast West Coast rather than the same state. Yeah, it yeah.
0: kind of does. Um. I mean, we'll get into more takeaways, but I, I completely, not completely, but I messed up myself picking with the Lions again. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Lions, I picked the Lions beating the Dolphins. I kind of had it being close, but uh, I kind of forgot that the Dolphins had this guy, Tyree Kill, who's just unguardable. Uh, basically has 200 yards if he steps on the football field. So, Didn't score. Kind of forgot about that. Yeah, didn't score. Refuses to score. But has... You know, 170 yards, like it's cake. He is the most. I saw this. He had the most 160-plus yard games in Dolphins history. Yeah, I think he's like four. Yeah.
2: The rest. Yeah, he
0: has four, and the rest of the league has five. Come on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. He's nuts. What what was your pick?
1: Something that just popped in my head here, real quick. How weird is it? I don't. Maybe it's just me, but like, NBA's played eight games. NFL's played eight (laughs) games. Yeah. NFL season's like feels like it's been on for a year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Halfway through oh, the year, basically.
1: Yeah, no, uh, my pick, my marquee matchup last week was the commies over the Colts. Picked against the Colts. Uh, bingo. And McLaurin came up big for me. McLaurin? I've, you mean Heineke, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude, he just threw it up there. Heineken. McLaurin he's. had to. <laughs> yeah. hey, that was a 20-80 ball. 10, yeah. It's yours. No, I said I said it'd be 24-16. It was 17-16. So, you know. I picked them.
2: I'll take right, so I like that. I'll take that. Yeah. You said 24 I said 24 I like that. did. Alrighty, so I picked Gino to to beat a New York football team, and it happened. And it happened. And it happened. Book it. I didn't see an ounce of the game, I don't think, but <laughs> nope. it happened. Didn't need Was to 27
0: 12. You didn't really need to. I 27? mean, Gino Smith Bond? Gino's a man. He's got it under control, dude. Um, I mean, my other takeaways were CMC is cool. Yeah, Safe dude, to say, like, he's so just
1: cool. He's, threat, just cool I like dude. That. he's just
0: like, I don't know. He's a quarterback, he's a running back, he's a receiver. Like, he's cool.
1: They were just giving yeah. him the like the nickname, hybrid nickname, flex nickname triple threat. And I was yeah. like, dude,
0: I don't know why I think that's, that's good. Really cool. That's good. <laughs> that's just really cool. uh, and then also, Derrick Henry just owns the Texans, ran for 219 Gosh. yards, just owns them. Just so if they play, just go ahead and you know, book him for about 200 yards. Uh, and then, lastly, our Catching Fire podcast game of the week. What is it, Cam?
1: CFP-GOT-Dub. There it is. CFP-GOT-Dub.
0: Uh, that was the browns Uh primetime game. Very kind of brutal to watch, to be honest with you. The Bengals didn't do anything the whole game until I think they had a late touchdown to kind of make it a little bit respectable. Browns win 32-13. Nobody and, uh, picked the
1: Browns. Nobody picked the Browns. Nobody did that. You know, I, I kind of meant to. I said 34 <laughs> I said thirty-four fourteen, but I, I slipped up and said Bengals yeah. instead of Browns. A lot That's of excuses My bad, my bad. bad. My bad. But
0: I, I don't think any of us had Jamar being out. I don't think we knew that when we picked it. That's so true. That's true. We will throw Jamar
1: is there. a 40-point swing.
0: Yeah, yeah. He typically does that, so yeah, I don't know. Um... But, yeah, they need him back, and I think he's still got a couple
1: weeks left. Stat. They need him back. Stat.
0: So, looking forward to next week. Uh, the uh, oh, Let me find it here. Yeah, here it is. We'll go ahead and make our picks. I'll start us off. Uh, I'm going Cardinals uh, playing Seattle. So, Seattle's going to Arizona. Um, and I'm going to do what Rave did last week, and I'm going to pick Seattle here. Uh, regardless, uh, I don't care that they're the away team. I'll go Seattle. I think it's a good one. I think it's high scoring. I'll go
1: 30-24. 30-24. Boom. Seattle.
0: Gino, get it done. OK. Book like Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury out of there. Get him Yeah, I think he's close to being he's out. He's done. They're going to lose to Seattle. I don't, I don't like his demeanor. <laughs> I just see him. Downhill. Demeanor
1: decline? Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Double Ds. Double Ds. Oh, (laughs)
1: Cliff Kingsbury got the double Ds. Ray, you you got this one. I have no idea what my game is. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just wanted to save mine for last year because I'm going off the books here. I'm going Tennessee, Georgia, college football. Whoa. I'm making a college football pick. Whoa.
2: You're not picking against the Colts this week.
1: I'm not picking against the Colts, but I am picking against the Dogs. Duh. How about that? I'm going with the heart. Uh, I think it's going to be a weird scoring game. I'm not used to picking college football scoring. I'm going 37-33 Tennessee.
0: Wow. And I see. I
1: guess, just, I guess gonna... we'll
0: allow that. I guess we will. Yeah, I will. I don't know. I will. After know. this weekend,
2: after this last weekend, I'll, yeah, know, I'll definitely let them pick it. Rave, um, I'm going to go with... This is like, on just the ESPN top, app right Off now. the top of the head. Yeah, I'm going Raiders-Jags.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I wanted the
2: game where I just threw up my mouth. I was really like, "Yeah, I like that. G- I like that game. I like that game." The Raiders. what well, they had two offensive snaps. Yeah. yeah. Devonte yeah, Smith had the fast flu. of fifty. There
0: was no flu game I for him.
2: None. There is a bounce Adams, back Devontae game. Devonte Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had the flu. There yeah. is a bounce back game for the Raiders. Though. I don't know. Yeah, there is. I don't know. There has to be. You can't. You can't replicate that. That's the sole reason I'm picking them and the score is going to be it's going to be kind of ugly. It's going to be, it's going to be a little gross. Yeah, a lot of interceptions. Like, okay, not not like ugly. 19-13 that's a nah. ugly score. Yeah, that is. <laughs> 24 to 21. Okay. Right football right score. That's football kind of, score. Uh, yeah, that's Raiders a cute, that's football a cute score. score. Yeah. It's
0: a cute score. Not quite ugly.
1: The boys no. the boys it's are road. very cute. The boys yeah. are road warriors this week we all all, three all pick a road road team. Rogue team. Like yeah,
2: ball's in Athens. Cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good luck, Bod. Yep. Uh, and then as a podcast, we're going to pick the Ravens-Saints. This is the Monday night game, I think. Monday night.
1: In New Orleans.
0: I missed both of my picks last week. Uh, I think I just went too much with my gut here. And my gut's selling me Saints, so I'm going Ravens. <laughs> I'm yeah, fading the so, gut. I'm fading you know, the gut. It's a great down. strategy. Uh, uh, I don't down. know, dude. The Ravens just got Roquan Smith. Like, Lamar's a dog. I don't know. Give me the Ravens, 34 28.
1: Dude, I'm just burning up my cushion here. I feel like this week. It's a lot of points. The <laughs> a lot of points. 34 28, <laughs> you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did there. I'm burning my cushion here, please. There it is. You get, oh, I'm you picking two you got two a cushion of
0: about four teams, so.
1: <laughs> picking two teams with my heart. can't pick against the Saints here. can't. In New Orleans, come on, give me 30, 28. Who that? Hey. Buy two. All right. Rave?
2: Is Mark Andrews playing?
1: That's a good question.
2: It don't matter. It just don't matter. I got the Ravens. We're going to catch up to you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, he's picking up.
1: I told you, burning my car. I
2: gotta make
0: it interesting. Yeah. The Ravens, twenty-seven to twenty. Okay. Okay. So book those down, boys. Uh, we'll see how those goes. Hopefully, it's a little better for me because <laughs> I'm fading the gut. I'm <laughs> fading the gut. Uh, except Seattle. That's a gut pick. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm splitting, it I'm splitting it up. Splitting it up. So let's get into our draft segment. I'm excited for this one. This seems to be what all podcasts do. Every single one I listen to basically does this. Um, we were trying to think of something cool to do first one we're gonna keep it simple boys we'll go halloween candy drafting halloween candy drafting halloween I I can candy that. i think it's easy so we'll go uh we each get three picks we'll go snake draft and uh we'll keep it simple so how are we deciding who goes first i mean uh. we could go with the easy thing and go picks and and just let you, since you're winning the picks, you decide. Set the order? You set the order. Okay. And then next week we could kind of. You try definitely wanna go last. Yeah, I definitely wanna go third. Yeah. I
1: definitely wanna go third. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. As I think there's as a clear cut one.
2: Popular Halloween candies. Oh, that dude's messed up. I think yeah. there's a clear cut, like cut one. So, I think there's so a clear be. cut one. Really? I think there's a one-one. Can can you pick him? Because
0: I don't have like. a... Yeah, I'll
2: I'll go Jake so one, would.
1: Rave two, me three. Okay. How about that, Matt?
0: All right. So let's start it up, boys. It's it's draft season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now on the clock, Snake <laughs> Stevens.
0: One-one, <laughs> <laughs> very easy. I'm excited to get this one. I'm excited to have him on my team. He is a star. I will go Hershey's bars. Hershey's.
1: Yeah, Hershey's. Hershey's bars. Okay. Well, that's it's
2: probably like the most like I don't know universal candy.
1: Universal. That's Is a good word. universal.
2: You can put it in chili. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Tack.
1: That's tech. hands behind your back, sir. <laughs> Spread you.
2: With the second pick. All right, second pick. I take Reese's peanut butter. Cups. Ooh, that was my two. That was my two. That was my two. You're forgetting. That's what, what I. I just bought
0: candy at the store, and it's Hershey's bars. Yeah, dude. I did see those up yeah. there, and I was like, they're they're bad.
1: Bad. "Good thing you can't reach them up there." I nah, know. <laughs> gotta put them up high.
0: I know.
1: No, dude. When you said clear-cut One, I was thinking immediately Reese's. I we like went, I like
0: the little Reese's. The yeah, little that's the little, one's on blue. You
1: didn't go Reese's, so I was like, "Man, is it gonna fall to me?" It's crazy. not falling, dude. dude.
0: Rave knows what he's doing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I will You Got two picks here.
1: Two back to back. That's that's why I did this. That's why I went this way. Kit Kat.
0: That, that was my three. That number my three, three
1: overall, Kit Kat.
0: That was my three.
1: And Go number ahead and do four. It, dude. Take candy corn. Number four. <laughs> I wouldn't draft candy corn at four hundred and forty three. <laughs> <have> broccoli. <laughs> no, I will take fourth. Dude, I'm going. Swedish fish. Whoa,
2: oh. off the wall! I, Swedish didn't see that I love Swedish fish, Did and I would see not of drafted those. I can go another
1: chocolate.
0: That's a loss. I,
2: I was thinking that. I was thinking we had to go to at least well, one at least, I'll go, like a chocolate. I'll no. go
0: all chocolate. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> you could chocolate cover my uh,
2: finger, and I'd it. <laughs> 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 and the nine. <laughs> okay.
1: Brave. Oh, I'm back up. Yeah. 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 Two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Two. Five.
1: Five overall. Second
2: round. Second pick. All right. Since you went the little gummy route. Whoa. I'm going Sour Patch. That was a good one. It's kind of a, a, a different
0: one. one. I feel like I'm getting a steal here. I feel like y'all left one on the board for me. I'll do it.
1: You got two. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I wanted to pick this. Back to back. Is, Is it chocolate? Is it chocolate? Oh, of
0: course it's chocolate. <laughs> uh, it's Twix, boys. <laughs> oh, Twix.
1: No, no. You have to draft left or right. Okay. Can't have
0: both. Give me left.
1: Wrong pick. Ooh. <laughs> no. You got right. <laughs> <You're> right.
0: <laughs> so I'll go Twix, and screw it, I'll chop M and M's. Oh my gosh, dude! What? What do you want me to do, man? That's what I enjoy. Boys going Hershey's, Twix, M and M's. That's a solid
1: three. That's just like you can eat all three of those at the same time. Yeah, different candy, but they're all chopped.
2: Brave? Oh, I'm back up. Dude, he's like, use your brain. There's only yeah. three people here. That's not like... that. you... What is... Oh, you had two.
1: I went back to back. It's you. Yeah,
2: it is me. <laughs> it is me. Brain... Brain's most. Just woke up from a nice nap. Brain. Alrighty. I'm, I'm gonna have maybe the best... Candy bar of all time. This is gonna be my pick. It is you Snickers. Choose. Yeah. Yeah, the little bite-sized one too. That's yeah, a good. So you don't. So you don't overdo it.
1: Nah, man. I'm, Not that I'm I, all I care for... about
2: overdoing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm all for Snickers. I love Snickers bars, but I like like the the big like yeah, the whole like... thing. Don't give me the little. <laughs> it's right like right a kid it's size. Just,
2: but it's like it was just too good to
1: pass up. Yeah. At that. I feel you. It's value. Feel, yeah,
2: it was, value. Very value pick. It's like I seven point five. I'm trying this. to
1: decide between personal and like.
2: With the crowd, blowing. classic
1: Halloween candy. Milk dots? Nah, no, dude. Tootsie roll? I'm going Smarties. Uh, <laughs> That's the classic bro, Halloween candy.
0: Again? Come on. <laughs> dude, what? <laughs> the oh, color. the little the powder, colors. little. Yeah. Oh, those are good. Those dude, are really I fun. love yeah. Smarties. I would have went Sweet Tarts, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why
2: didn't you, you drafted. <laughs> uh, we
0: should have did worst. That would have been
2: the like bottle caps. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Those are bad. Those no are it's candy corn.
0: Tootsie rolls are low key bad. Oh, I don't dude. even know what it there is.
2: Anything that gets like Into what is your a Tootsie roll? Like
0: that? It's just chocolates. It's, it's fake, like chocolate fake, caramel. Fake chocolate. Know. Fake
2: chocolate. I don't know.
0: So that's all right, boys. State your lineups. That's the draft. I got Hershey's Easy One One Twix M and Ms. I got Reese's Peanut Butter
2: Cups. S- Sour just Patch the Kids. The cups. Yeah, yeah. the little cups. Or yeah, I should have the Pieces Hybrid. greasy <laughs> yeah. Pieces Hybrid. I like the cups. And then a,
0: the old-fashioned Snickers bar. That's a quality three. I like
2: it.
1: I- Cam I- just...
0: just I don't even know what
1: candy. I went three different candies. We he thought here. outside the box. You're
0: right. I don't know
2: what you, you said. Did. Smarties and my mom was like in a blender. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
1: Kit Kat, Swedish Fish,
0: Twix. Ah, I don't like that at all. I'm not eating those.
2: All you,
1: you can't think about them together. See, but the, about
0: them this is the cool thing because when we would grow up, we would like get all the candy and then have like a big trade yeah,
1: night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that me and Cam would
0: be trading because he would want the Swedish fish and stuff, and I'm just like, give me the Hershey bars, dude. What are we doing? What are we doing here? You got chocolate Swiss over there, I'd, I'd hide my, my two
1: Hershey bars, and I'd give him the rest and yeah. take all of his good stuff.
0: Yeah, I would, I would. it would be like an insane trade ratio. Like, I'd give him <laughs> one, like, he would give me one Hershey bar for, like, eight Swedish fish. I'm like, dude, let's do it. <laughs> all right, let's finish it off. Let's go catching fires, and then we'll get out of here, and we'll throw this over to the Seth Morgan interview. To start it off, I don't know if anybody saw on Twitter, Jamal Johnson is catching fire, boys. <laughs> Sounds like well, it. Boy was nine of ten from behind three-point line another day, in a, in a little scrimmage we had. Looked good. Had like 30 some points. I mean, that'll do. He Dude, was he was pretty catching fire. I'd if say. my
1: math is correct, that's 90 percent. I believe he was 90. That would set some records if he kept that pace.
0: That would be pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't mind
1: that. Fun to play with. That's crazy that's, that's Shout awesome. out Jamal.
0: We'll have to get him on soon. Sure. Yeah, sounds
1: like a plan to me. Ray, you want to go with me? I'll go. I don't have
0: much
2: on this. I just kind of saw it like advertised. Nice. I have the CMAs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which I think I've never really tuned into it. I feel like my love of music's like continuously grown over the past couple years. So I'm actually really excited to see that. It's yeah. Next Wednesday. Dude, the so, worshipers
1: are fun. They're, they're fun. Yeah. I was
2: yeah. like going through the lineup and like seeing... Like, you know, saw who was hosting tonight? No.
1: Peyton Manning, Luke Bryan. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. That's going to be sick. It's yeah. electric.
2: That's going to be a good time.
1: Peyton's the man. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's so funny. Hey, dude, we get it. We love
2: Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: <hey>. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, just new
2: the that band. Was just,
1: that was just one of them old
0: Coringa Yeah. Old Coringa Oh okay.
1: Uh, okay. My Catching Fire. spice Tea. Oh. Spiced tea, it's about that time. It
2: is about that time. That Grew tank. up
1: on it. My grandma's recipe is green bean casserole. Green bean <laughs> casserole. Ooh. No, but a uh, spiced tea, a little, little tang in there, lemonade, uh, sweet tea, all these powders, um, and then there's cinnamon and some cloves in there. And you just mix it all up, heat it up, dude, and it's just like warm. It's awesome. It's like hot chocolate, but I'm not a huge hot chocolate guy. It's so your, it's your fall
0: drink, winter drink.
1: It's my, it's my,
2: it's my. Drink. Yeah, creatine edition this year, huh? Yeah, but some creatine, it's a creatine that that in that bad boy.
0: Be a little gritty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, dude, I think that was a good podcast. We got uh, got the first draft underway. You will have to let us know down in the comments who won the draft. I think it's basically who got second because I clearly got first with all the chocolate. Nah. Cam Last, Rave 2, that's pretty easy. I'll take it. Swedish Fish, dude, that's just a miss. <laughs> that's a miss on your part. <laughs> They're good, bro. I <laughs> love <laughs> Swedish yeah. Fish. They're and good. Smarties, that's just... How about when they get Yeah, throw, Smarties is off the wall. How about when someone throws in the what bag of pretzels? Like, ah. the random bag of pretzels in the Halloween dude, candy. Everybody dude. has them, though. A chocolate-covered pretzel, though? Good. Those are far. But just a random, like... Uh, but pretzel. like the gas station yeah. ones? I don't know. They're good, but like... That's not really like why are we throwing these in the Halloween kidney mix for but yeah so that was a good podcast appreciate y'all for tuning in we have Seth Morgan coming up so we'll throw it over to that All right, this is a big one I'm excited for this one I'm joined by one of my boys one of my good friends he's a stud on and off the football field helped lead VMI to one of their only SOCON titles uh, in football and uh, it's VMI's quarterback Seth Morgan Seth what's happening my man What's good, buddy? How you doing? Doing good, bro. I appreciate you for hopping on.
3: Absolutely, I appreciate you having me, man.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's Halloween night, and if anybody knows how to do Halloween, it's VMI. So I know, <laughs> I know. We appreciate you for uh, for escaping a little bit for us.
3: Yeah, I to... it, wasn't, it wasn't that tough of a sell, man. You know how <laughs> it gets down VMI, man. If so. This is a lot better than what's going down, there for the ones <laughs> I know. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
0: barrick's life is different um but dude i I think it's so cool like just doing this podcast like i've learned so much about just different athletes and just kind of how they came up and that's always interesting is like how much you know someone's like childhood really forms how they are so kind of like start me off at the beginning like how you know where'd you grow up any brothers sisters you know when'd you pick up football give me give me the lowdown yeah no for sure
3: so like i mean you know it you know pittsburgh guy born and raised um like yeah that's right you know yens are thrown through got that black and black and yellow in my blood but uh (laughs) no just uh you know pretty traditional family growing up you know mom and pops was around and then i had a big sister she's 24 now uh she goes to Pitt. um you know doing just finishing up there but uh you know it was an athletic family You know, uh, my dad played uh, linebacker at the University of Texas El Paso back in the 80s, Um, had a pretty good career there, Um, and then my mom was just always involved with sports, you know, whether it be softball or she got into tennis really heavy. And, like, my sister and her, like, they really took tennis on. And, you know, so I was always going to tennis matches and stuff like that. And then my dad always had me in, you know, every sport, you like, football, basketball, baseball. So it's just, I was always playing sports growing up and, uh, but coming from an athletic family like that, it kind of made sense. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, did your dad
0: ever, or any of your parents, I guess, did they ever coach you? Cause my dad coached me and it was always, we were battling.
3: (laughs) Yeah. No. So like when it was like real young youth league, like, you know, second, third grade, he was like always an assistant. He was never the head guy. I don't think, um, because, like, he could tell, like, he he's kind of, like, arrogant for this, but, like, he's <laughs> like, oh, man, I had my football career. Like, I don't need this. Like, so he let, you know, the the, the dads that, like, yeah. didn't have the best athletes as their kids, you know, kind of run the show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so my pops kind of hung back, you know, showed up to a practice or two. Yeah. But, uh, so did you once- start
0: playing football at, at, like,
3: second grade, like, real young? Yeah, so my my first sport was baseball. I picked up baseball in kindergarten. I was probably six years old. Um, and then that, that following fall, um, first grade was my first year of football. And then around that same time, basketball. And then all the way up until high school, I was football, basketball, baseball. Yeah. You know, all year round. And um, I honestly didn't even attach to football, really. Honestly, it took for me getting cut from the baseball team. And having that entire summer to like just get ready for fall camp. And uh, uh, that's kind of when I realized like this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I, you know, just growing up hearing stories about my dad and like having old newspaper clippings and stuff like that around the house, like knowing how successful he was in the sport, you know, really motivated me to like kind of follow in his footsteps. Um, but yeah, for sure, so. For sure. That's mm-hmm. uh, sick. So.
0: I I always felt like because growing up, I was kind of like you played three sports for, uh, you know, a good while, Uh, kind of get to middle school and I stopped playing baseball as much, get to high school and I stopped playing football. Um, And I really just kind of felt like once I like kind of honed in on basketball, like that's when I kind of started to fall in love with it and like develop that passion. Did you find something similar or was it like, you know, it was. It was always football, but you were just gonna do the other ones,
3: just to kind of stay in shape. No, I definitely, I definitely feel you on that. Like when I got to high school and I was able to spend entire off seasons, kind of, you know, in the winter I was still playing basketball, but that was honestly, like you said, kind of keeping in shape. Yeah. You know, I was a good guy, I could run around, I could shoot a little bit, but I wasn't, you know, <laughs> I wasn't like y'all Hoopers, man. But, you weren't like uh,
0: Jake Harris. He was a Hooper. That's, yeah, right, nah,
3: Jake Harris was a Hooper, bro. <laughs> I, I can't say I could do all that. But, um, but yeah, like, I just, the craft of, like, you know, I and I never had, like, a trainer. But, like, I always just had guys I was throwing with, you know, receivers at my high school. And, like, you know, in Pittsburgh, like, it snows in the winter, obviously, so, like, but we'd go to, like, gyms, like, you know basketball gyms and throw in wow. there and like yeah and just spending so much time around the sport like you know na- like you just naturally fall in love with it like the more you spend time with it and uh, and also like it kind of you know it is easier to love someone when, you know you're you're pretty good at it like yeah um like it, just for a while football kind of came to me the easiest and uh and i but i had the most fun playing it you know yeah. Like just so easy. Yeah. And uh but it's funny, like I as far as like playing quarterback, like the only reason I started like I was a fast kid. Like whenever I was like the younger, like we'd always play like first and second grade was a the league, then third and fourth, fifth and sixth. Like whenever I was the younger grade, they always had me like playing wide receiver or something. Right, And then when I was an upperclassman, I'd play QB. Right. And the only reason I started playing QB is because I was playing baseball and I could throw it the furthest. <laughs> so they're like, shoot, let this kid try playing quarterback. And then I, don't know, I guess I just fell in love with like just the idea, like, you know, I have the ball every play. And yeah, that's so, it's so um, wild. But like that kind of that aspect of playing quarterback within football was like, yeah, this is what's meant for me.
0: Yeah. Talk a little bit about like just playing quarterback because it's just Like, I've told people on here before, like, I was a center kind of growing up. Like, I could never run the ball, couldn't do anything like that. So all I would listen for is, is this going left or right? Is this a run? And 90% of the plays were runs because it was just youth league football. So, like, talk a little bit about, like, how difficult really it is. Because, I mean, you have, you know, 100 different reads in a game
3: absolutely yeah i'm you know i'm not gonna go out and say like oh man this is easy you know i kind of hate when people say that like you gotta devote so much time and effort into your craft at this level and you know it playing basketball is the same thing like you're not like at this point it's not just talent and so uh and that was eye-opening for me when i came to college because you know, in high school, you can kind of just run around, scramble. The first guy's not open, take off and run, that type of stuff. Yeah. But uh, being part of, like, a Division One, you know, offense and seeing the intricacies of, you know, play calls and, you know, progressions and also keying certain players, what defense are they and all that stuff, you know, it didn't come to me easily. and uh, But I just – I devote so much time in off-seasons working with my offensive coordinators and, you know, quarterbacks, coaches on, like – just really like understanding football on a deeper level. Right. And uh, and once I was able to do that, football definitely came easier to me at this point. Like the game slows down for you when you're able to read for stuff. For sure. But when I first got here, man, the game was going hundred miles an hour. My head was like all over the place. I didn't know yeah. what
0: to do. And not to but, mention uh, on top of everything, you have the, uh, we got somebody going crazy outside. <laughs> but not to mention on top of that, like you have the whole, like rat line, VMI experience, everything you're going through. It's 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 really crazy like now kind of being on the other side, like looking back at all the stuff you have to deal with and trying to compete on the same level. Uh, so like just kind of tell the people what was the biggest kind of wake-up call. It can be on the field, it can be in barracks, whatever,
3: for you as a freshman, you know, in college football. When I was a freshman, honestly, it was first day of fall camp. This is my first college practice. And you know, I'm coming out of high school where for two years I was starting QB on varsity. I'm getting all the one reps, and like in high school, the way we did it was like the first hour and a half of football practice was offense. Everyone was practicing offense, and the second half was all defense. And so, like the second hour and a half of defense, man, I have my shoulder pads off. Like I'm I'm <laughs> on the sideline chilling, getting ice. I come here, they're like, hey, you're down scouting. Hey, and I'm running from. I'm running for my life down there. I'm gonna be like you remember dudes like Jordan Ward. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Some Chuck dudes. Weatherman, like big boys, man. And that was another big shock for me because I was so skinny coming out of high school. I was probably buck seventy when I came in. Rat line started probably dropped down to like one sixty-five. Like, and so all that was just so eye opening seeing just the size change in players and the speed and uh and also just the humbling of yeah, you're not the guy anymore. We got a guy named Reese Udinsky, and so yeah. uh, it's crazy. which was kind, of, which was kind of you know a relief in a sense because just where I was at, I wasn't ready to play as a freshman. Yeah, not neither physically nor mentally. Are. Not many people, right? Are. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like in basketball, you know, you I think about guys like uh, Trey Bonham or yeah. you know Travis Etienne, Honor, like i feel like in basketball correct me if i'm wrong i don't want to get mistaken here but like you can uh, you can understand the game at a quicker pace and kind of insert yourself amongst like a team at a quicker pace i feel like than football for sure you especially
0: no especially like you being a quarterback like you're gonna get the ball every play like there's right. there's times now i mean first of all you're only on offense with us like half the time Whereas mm-hmm. you're playing offense the whole game. I mean, obviously there's defense side of things too, but you're only playing offense. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's 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 crazy. You can, you can kind of plug someone in on basketball and not necessarily hide them, but, you know, they're not going to – you don't have to touch the ball every time. You can get them an open shot, but, like, with you all, it's, hey, this is a quarterback. Like, yeah. he's
3: got the ball, and he's making the decision for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And That kind of goes back to just why I love it so much. You know, I, I like having – You know the responsibilities and like having you know guys rely on me like I've always kind of jumped at those you know opportunities I want to be able to lead guys and be the guy that people look at to um, you know to lead them and I feel like you took that same approach or you take that same approach with basketball like I feel like those years at BMI like you were really like this is my team and you know I'm going to set the tone of both on, on the court and off the court, you know, how we're working in practice. You know, I've heard from guys who play with it just about how you were like a gas pedal and, uh, you know, you were just a motivating player, um, both on the court and off the court. Yeah, it's just, it's all in kind of how you portray yourself.
0: And, you know, I've talked to Coach Earl about this a lot of times. Like, it's just, even if you don't feel it one day, like, you got to fake it till you make it. You just got to have that mindset that,
3: like... Exactly
0: regardless of what happens, I got to bring energy because like you said, everybody's relying on you.
3: Yeah. And like I mean, like when you got to your level and you're carrying, you're obviously continuing that chat, but like, well, I got to see firsthand BMI is like, you know, all eyes are on you. You know, your leading score, your big ass dude, okay, yeah. stand Literally. taller than everybody else. And, and then, but like, so, Everyone in the stands is watching you, and they're like, "Okay, what's Jake Stevens going to do? How's he going to get guys open? How's he how's he going to facilitate this offense for everybody else?" And I kind of feel that same way with football. Like, like I I kind of see what you you've been going through, and because it's the same way with football. You know, everyone's looking at the quarterback, and uh, the, you know, it's uh, there's a beauty of that, and there's also you know, you know, the negatives that come with that, and just, um, but I I totally understand yeah. like. There is a lot of carryover between basketball and football in that sense. When you have a guy that yeah. is just the the known leader that everyone else is kind of following behind.
0: Yeah. How do you how do you deal so much? Like, I mean, we've all done it. We've all had bad games. Uh, like, how do you deal with the kind of negatives that come with that? I,
3: I think it's really important to just rely on your teammates, you know, and like building a good sense of trust amongst you know the guys that you're in the locker room with. Um, I mean, it it's tough for football truly because you got 110 guys on the team. You know, you you guys were 12, of you all 15, yeah, 15 playing. maybe. So right, so like I, I feel like it's a tighter knit group. But like when you like, I think as a quarterback, like from my perspective, it's so important that I have a great relationship with my receivers, both off the field and on the field, and like my offensive line. You know, running backs, tight ends, like my offensive unit. And so, like, they can all sense, hey, Seth's down right now. We got to make some plays for him. And then on my end, if I see, hey, you know, some receiver, he dropped the last ball. He's kind of, I need to get back to him and boost his confidence up. And so, uh, just having teammates that can recognize, you know, what you're sensing at any moment in a game is super important because uh, that's what's going to get you through the game. And also, it, it's on the same end when you're real positive. You got a guy that – you know he he just scored a touchdown. He's all over the place, super high. Like, hey man, we got to lock in. We got a game to finish. A you know? game left, exactly. So it's super important to have great teammates. I'd say that'll get you both through the highs and lows of
0: you know sports. And it's crazy. Like you were you were saying. You know, you have a bad game or whatever. In in football, you have you know a week. If it's a bye week, you have you know a whole two weeks to think about it and kind of let it sit. In basketball, it's like you know we got the next day and we're scouting the next team like we're moving on so i mean i i can see where like in football you would kind of dig yourself a
3: little bit of a hole and be harder to get out of just that negative mindset like they try to like kind of they almost want to make it like it is a different sport to where you could move on to the next day but to your point man when you got a week even like for us it's like we play on a saturday and depending on how, that, like, that is going to impact your whole weekend. You know, oh, Saturday yeah. night, all day Sunday. For sure. And so, it's like when you when you have a tough loss or, you know, you yourself didn't play well, man. Like, on a Saturday, you don't, or on a Sunday, you don't want to do anything.
2: Yeah, that ruins then,
3: the Steelers game for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't even help. Doesn't help when they lose to the Eagles by 20, <laughs> whatever. But, um but, yeah, like, our coaches, man, like, we'll come in Monday morning. We, you know, we watch film of the game, have our notes or whatever, and then it's kind of like the, the rule is, like, when we're done with that film session on Monday, it's over with. We're yeah. now focusing on our next opponent. And sometimes that can be easier said than done. But, like, I try to use negative games as motivation to just move forward and, like, yeah. all right, I'm going to bounce back this week. But uh, it's not always yeah. easy, but, you know, yeah. you try. I mean, that's
0: the name of the game. That's the name of the game. You mm-hmm. talked a little bit about um, uh, Reese. I mean, he's probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would imagine he's probably the best quarterback in BMI's history. Uh, Numbers-wise, it's just ridiculous.
3: I'll what I'll were you able to?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could even put anybody up to argue against him. It's just, he's yeah. a stud. What were you? I'd able like to the top of from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, you
3: man. gotta be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, nah, man, that like Therese is like my big brother, man. Like as soon as I got here, like you know, obviously you identify. Like, he's in my QB room, but like, it was a little deeper, got both being from PA, similar stories coming out of high school, not yep. recruited at all. You know, being my only scholarship offer. Um, and so like, just from day one, like my dad was like, man, you got, you know, be like, just just be on him. Just like, see, pick up what everything he does, watch how he practices. see like, what are his tendencies? How does he study film? Like, just pick up on everything he does and no, I I tried to do that without, you know, bothering him too much because, you know, Reese man, he loves his his free time, his alone yeah, he's just time. He's going
0: to beat himself a little bit.
3: Yeah. He, so, uh, you know, I always try to respect that, but also, uh, you know, just really just picking his brain. And, uh, and through that time, I was also able to develop just such a great friendship with him. And I still go to him for advice, you know, now just talking through game plans and stuff like that. And then also just life advice. But um the biggest football things that i learned from him is just one the importance of film study truly mm-hmm. like and anybody could say oh yeah you gotta study film man but like he was a film junkie man like we'd see him in the dining hall yeah you know, on a on a wednesday night watching tape like just on his phone and uh and like seeing that was like man like you know things are going pretty well for him i want those same results so i'm gonna prepared the same way that he does, like the way he prepared was um, something that I really took away. And also just his um, consistency, man, like he is like at the quarterback position and honestly just all positions in all sports at this level and higher. What sets you apart is your ability to be consistent yep. and that that's your play on the field, your consistency in your preparation, you know, you know, your consistency and your effort in the weight room, stuff like that. Like. He showed up to practice every day with the same attitude and with the same goals. And, you know, he practiced that way too. I'd never seen Reese have a bad practice, truly. Yeah. And um, and that's why he's so successful. And so I'm I'm striving to be that way. And, you know, I picked his brain on like things that, you know, how do you do that? And, uh, but it kind of goes back to like, what we were saying before with your mindset of like, you know, sometimes you don't always want to be there. And I think Reese was kind of the best at, like, fake it till you make it because you and I probably know he hated VMI probably more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. But, but he put up with it, and uh, he let football be his kind of getaway and his escape, and uh, and that's why he's doing great things. And so I just – you know, I'm just trying to be something like that.
0: Dude, you're, you're doing great, and I mean, you – I don't even know how, uh, like, because you're, uh, I guess – a freshman, kind of, the 2020 season. He gets hurt. You have to step in. Um, and, you know, not many freshmen, I guess you're a redshirt freshman at that point. Not many redshirt yep. freshmen can just step in and kind of pick it up. And, you know, without missing a step, you take the team to their first SoCon title. You take them to a FCS playoff bid. Like, you do a lot of great things,
3: and you're a redshirt freshman. How does that happen? Well, um like they it's so huge like going back to preparation once again but like more specifically like they always tell you like when you're a backup um it's your one play away you know they it's and you never want to wish an injury on anybody but the truth of the matter is the name is like you're one play away if that guy goes down you gotta be ready to go as the backup and that's your responsibility and so I truth be told, i never in a million years would have thought Reese would have to come out of the game. Just the w- just the way he was, you know. Yeah, I mean, he and, messed uh, up his
0: knee and and plays the rest of the game like on half a knee. Like it's crazy.
3: Now nah, that to this day is probably one of, the, if not the best, sporting performance I've ever. It's definitely the best I've ever seen live. My oh, own for eyes, sure, for um, sure. But uh, yeah, man, just but. It was so important for me because there were games early that season that we were kind of, we were kind of whooping on. Like we uh, we played Western Carolina, I think game two, and we we were whooping on them. So I I got to play late in that game, and then the week after we played Mercer, whooping on them bad. I get to play at the end of the game, and I just wanted to make it such a point. Like all right, I'm only get I'm only in for like a quarter, you know, and we're up by hour, mate. But I'm gonna make the most out of this so I can show my teammates that like. With this little playing time I do have, I, I still, I got talent. You know, we're going to be all right whenever it is my time to play. I had no idea it was going to be that quick, mm-hmm. but I, I I was so focused on, like, I need to gain the trust of my teammates that, you know, if something goes wrong, you know, I, I can be there and be the guy. And, um, and to credit to my teammates going into that second half of that season after Reese got hurt, I felt nothing from nothing but support and and a, a lot of everybody had faith in me. You know, yeah. I such such positive words and like just a vibe on the sideline during games of like, you know, these guys think I can do it. I mean, there was times when I wasn't even sure if I could, but you know, I had a whole group of guys around me that were like, "Man, you got this. We got your back." And um, but that was so important for me, you know, finishing out that season yeah. the way we did. Dude, it's
0: been it's been awesome having you on. I want to leave you mm-hmm. with this last question. I feel like this this is always one that like I kind of get asked and I always kind of get chills kind of thinking about it like do you have mm-hmm. any advice for your younger self? Cuz I always kind of go mm-hmm. back and I, I I picture myself like just standing there and I I remember there was a point in time where I was like You know, I was real young, so it really wasn't a big deal. But I was like, Mom, like, I don't even want to play basketball anymore. Like, I don't like it. And, like, if I could go tell that little kid what I know now, like, it would just be crazy. So uh, what do you have? What do you got?
3: That's a good question. Um, To be honest, I think I I would definitely tell my younger self, like, you know, the sophomore going into high school, like, man, like, football is going to be your sport. So, like, just devote, you know, to it, like, just fully invest in it because there were definitely times in my high school life where, you know, I probably could have been doing better things, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I like to have fun, you know, but when when it was time to work, it was time to work, but I also like to have, you know, work hard, play hard, you know. A lot of high school kids are like that. Yeah, so, you know, I, I wish I would be able to go back and tell myself, like, you know, maybe. You know take this night off and you know get that extra sleep or you know hit the gym that type of stuff because that's so important um, because high school sports can really set you up for what you're gonna be doing for a long time Yep. because the way we see it with BMI is like you know we were good enough at our sport to get to this school that has an amazing degree that's yep. nationally recognized that that's gonna set you up for the rest of your life so and we're in opportunities now. Like I have two extra years of eligibility. You've actually like we're earning postgraduate degrees at schools because of our talents. Yeah. But imagine like for me, I, I'm like, man, imagine if I really just would have honed in on football and like fully invested myself into the craft at an earlier age. Maybe I could who knows what could have happened. Yeah. Um guys I don't it. necessarily Right, I don't necessarily regret anything I did, but I would, like that would be interesting. And I guess the other thing that I would tell myself is, like, just don't get too invested in like just people's opinion. Or, or here it is, don't pay attention to the media. Yeah. Don't pay Why attention to the hype. Well, it was tough for me because I my junior high school I had a pretty good season, and there was a lot of buzz kind of going around Pittsburgh. I felt like of you know what what my what i had in future and my what my future uh was gonna look like you know i and i had a lot of big schools talking to me i you know was getting letters from pit you know schools like that i'm like and i i I let it i let it get to me like i started thinking i you know uh, i got this in the bag you know and then i started putting a lot of pressure on myself senior season like man like I, i gotta pick it up a little and then you know that was causing a lot of stress a lot of anxiety but if I would have like gone back and told myself, man, like just focus on ball and nothing else. Don't pay attention to what people are saying about you, um, good or bad. Right? I think I'd, good or bad, right? Absolutely, because I n- never pay mind to a negative thought because what's, what good comes from that? You're not helping and then, yourself at all. Exactly, and then the, if people are gonna talk up, talk you up, you know, you say I appreciate it, and then you go back to work. But when you let that stuff kind of like affect your ego and whatever that's when you're gonna set yourself up for failure. And, um, but I think that's so important just for young athletes to hear, like once you start generating some buzz in high school, don't pay attention to it, just keep working. Yeah. And like, rem- remember the reason you're playing the sport in the first place. should be because you love the sport. It shouldn't be, oh man, I'm just playing this just so I can get a scholarship and get my school paper. for it. Man, I'm, I'm just playing because I'm good at it. I, yep. I, that kind of bothers me when people say that stuff. But like, it is, like we said, it is easier to like the sport if you're good at it but you gotta play that sport for the love of it yep. and so that's that's what I would definitely tell my younger self is like man remember why you're playing football yeah. and don't forget it that's dope I mean I feel like
0: not even high school kids like anybody can listen to that cause I mean I know I need to hear it like I know there's people mm-hmm. out there that need to hear it like it's sometimes we let uh, and I mean I'm in the situation now where like there's a whole bunch of pressure on you know, yeah. say there's a lot of pressure on me there's a lot of eyeballs. And at the end of the day, it's like, it doesn't matter, man. Like you go out there and have fun. You play hard, you play like, you know how to play. And you know, it's going to work out just fine. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but look, man, I appreciate you for hopping on. I think this has been a great episode. A lot of good talk. Have to have you back on in the future. Cause I know you, have some, uh, I know you have some, some big plays in the future. Cause yes, sir. I've never known a, a Pittsburgh to stop. <laughs> so I know you got, some that's stuff right. Left. Got to keep going, man. That's what it's all about,
3: dude. Well, I, uh, I appreciate it. We'll catch up soon, dude. Yes, sir. Looking looking forward to seeing you come back in camera, man. Yeah,
0: it's going to be sick. Dude. Pull up. I'm going to need, for, I'm a, need a 40
3: piece. I need a 40
0: piece. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> all right, bro.
3: All right, buddy.